Okay, so today I'm wanting to talk purely on what is meditation to clarify um, an understanding that I have, which is it's quite unique, and it's unique as uh, it's the effects of some you know 40 years of meditating, but only the first uh, six or seven years of that was in a traditional sense, or well, not even that long really, but that was the time I was a monk. And it was during this time that I came to see that this traditional approach to meditation was not really meditation at all. It was just different ways of thinking. You know, I would sit around thinking about wanting to become enlightened where my you know, friend down the road was thinking about wanting to become a millionaire. There wasn't really much difference. We just have different goals, but we still had the same urge to become something different to what we were. So fundamentally, I could see that it was uh, nothing special at all. And so as time went on, changes came about inside of me where I found I simply had to come back to the feeling of myself as I were in the body. And I started to understand from this uh, what meditation really is. And it's, it's not really anything to do with the so-called mind. It's not really anything to do with thinking. When you use thinking to meditate and what you're calling meditation when you're repeating a meditation technique, um, you're really distracting from yourself as you are. You're not experiencing yourself as you are, so you are not going to come to understand yourself or experience the, the, the reality of yourself that way. You are simply trying to change the way you are into something better or something more or something different. And this is, of course, understandable for any day-to-day -day person who's experiencing distress in, in their life and they want to feel better or different. But the paradox is, is if you try and change the way you feel into something better, it's not going to work. If it, if it works for a little while, you know, it'll work for a little while. Like you can smoke a, a joint and you'll feel stoned for a little while, but after a while you won't be stoned and you'll feel the same again. Or you can repeat a meditation technique and stone yourself that way through the repetition of hypnosis. But eventually you'll just have to use that meditation technique again and again and again. And you become dependent on that. Um, so it's not really genuinely making any lasting or real difference the problem being is that whilst you're trying to change yourself you are uh, acting out um, an attitude that you are not happy with yourself as you are that you're not okay with yourself as you are and uh, this is the problem with meditation techniques is that they are actually an affront to oneself they actually undermine you and you get stuck there in the superficiality of that technique the more you do it the more you feel the need to do it because without realizing it you're making yourself feel dis more disturbed about who you are real meditation is actually purely physical and within the pure physical is everything yeah, that's where you feel, that's where you sense, that's where you know something for yourself. What you think is 
not really what you know for yourself. It's what you've been taught to think. And this is a massive problem in, in human beings, is that they think the thoughts they've been taught to think. They don't think their own thoughts. And so they don't know who they are or what they are. So how you're going to know who and what you are is what I'm talking to you about today. And that's what is meditation. What is meditation is going beneath all of this thinking, including all the techniques to try and meditate, going beneath all of this into the sense of yourself in the body. And the sense of yourself in the body will be different every time. Every time you meditate, it will feel the way it feels. It won't feel the way meditation should feel. It will feel the way meditation does feel. And that it may feel numb. And if it feels numb, that's because you're numb. And if you're numb, that's what you need to feel. You need to experience yourself as you are for that to reactivate and come back to life again. You're numb because you've been avoiding and ignoring yourself. You come back to life by feeling that numbness. And so a very simple way of defining meditation is the difference between thinking and feeling. When you think, you feel nothing in thinking. The word contentment doesn't contain the sensation that you feel when you're content. The word happiness or the word sadness, the word grief describes the sensation but does not contain the feeling of it. Where do you contain the feeling of it but in your body? Because thinking is not alive, whereas the body is. The thought process that you call yourself is not really yourself at all. It's just the repetition of what you've been taught to think about yourself and how you've been taught to define yourself. But it's not about yourself. It's about what you've learned to think about yourself. So that's not going to help you. How you're going to come to understand yourself is you're going to have to come back to yourself, to what you know is yourself, as yourself. And the only thing you can really know is that which you can feel at the same time as knowing it. Yeah, even a, when a person says they understand something about something, if they have no experience of it, it's just theoretical and it's empty. When they have some experience of it, they have a sense of knowing about it. And it's when you have that sense of knowing that you feel solid and you really know something. So going really deep into this, or deeper than day-to-day -day thinking into this, is coming back to the sensation of yourself in the body, however that is. And you will find that in that sense of yourself anywhere you feel in the body, you are familiar with that sense of yourself. That sense of yourself is deeper than what you think about yourself. It doesn't matter what you think about yourself or how you try and change yourself. In the end, when all that trying and all that thinking comes to an end, you come back to feeling yourself just as you actually are. And you do not ever change what you actually are. And I'll actually say there's no way to change that. The reason there's no way to change yourself is because you shouldn't change yourself. The only reason you want to change yourself is because you have opinions that you've learnt about yourself and how you should and shouldn't feel that tell you you don't like yourself and therefore make being yourself uncomfortable. 
these opinions are bias and they're not true. They're not based on the experience of yourself. They're based on beliefs and ideas about how you should or shouldn't be. If you have an opinion about yourself that causes you to dislike what you are, you have not yet experienced that aspect of yourself that you dislike without the influence of your opinion about it. Try it out for yourself. Something you find yourself complaining about, the way it feels inside of you, stop complaining about it and just go back to the feeling of it. Stay with the feeling of it. Just feel it. And when you find yourself getting annoyed with it or upset or thinking you shouldn't be that way, you should be some other way, put that aside and come back to feeling it again. Find out for yourself. Is it okay to feel like this or not? Once you drop your opinion about how it feels to be you, then you've dropped away from the shallowness of thinking into the depth of feeling, into the depth of sensation in your body. And once you achieve that, it's not so much achieve that, you're not really achieving that. To achieve that suggests that you didn't have that in the first place. All I'm talking about really is recognising what you already have in the first place. I'm not telling you anything you don't already know or have. You've just ignored it or overlooked it or avoided it because society has taught you to do so. And I'm here to say that actually society is wrong. And especially when it comes to the understanding of ourselves as a human being, we are just programmed to operate in different ways depending on the culture or the society we're brought up into. And this homogenizes us this takes away our individuality and we find ourselves just play acting really and losing the sense of ourself now the other reason we avoid the sense of ourself is often there's a lot of pain in there or discomfort in there well that discomfort and that pain is part of what it is to meditate meditation is nothing more than the sense of yourself in the body this doesn't trivialise it. This doesn't mean there's not much to it. There's everything to that. And you'll find that when you try to stay with the sense of yourself in the body, you'll find you have all sorts of bias about that, all sorts of um, aversions to certain sensations on certain days. And real meditation is about correcting any bias and changing or realigning your experience of yourself to how you really are before the bias of what you think about yourself taints your experience of yourself and confuses you. And how are you going to do that? How are you going to realign your bias? How are you going to resolve your bias in order to experience yourself as you truly are? You're going to firstly experience yourself as you are and feel biased and think your bias about that and dislike that and therefore cause yourself to suffer. You're causing yourself to suffer your bias, not what you're biased about. You know what it's like to feel like you, but you also know what it's like to think that it's not okay to be that way. And when you think it's not okay to be that way, you, don't, you become distressed about being the way you are. That bias telling you you should be some other way is what's causing your distress. Even pain in the body is only magnified beyond your capacity to cope with it by the way you react and think about it. If you just come back to the sensation of pain and just purely feeling the sensation in the body, your thinking will drop away and you'll find you'll be okay with it. No matter how extreme it is, that's how you're going to cope with it and that's how it's going to change. But the point is, what is meditation other than getting back to this natural, 
and real state of you. What is a real state? It's a state that you have not in any way created or brought into existence through your thinking or your intentions or your efforts. A real state is self-evident. Its reality exists of its own right. So however you happen to be is real. What you try and do with that will be falsifying that. Any technique, any aim, any goal you set yourself, any effort you make to change the way you are is falsifying you. It's not going to help you. It's only going to increase your aversion and bias to how you are. And that bias and that aversion, as that increases, so the intensity of distress, anxiety and pain and suffering will increase because you are never going to stop being what you are until you die. Meditation, real meditation, is essential. It enables you to come back to yourself as you actually are and then more than that, gives you, give, you give yourself a chance by being with the sense of that to resolve and disprove any bias you have about that. And you disprove any fears you have about being the way you are, any hatred you have for being the way you are. You disprove any of that only by going deeper than all that thinking into the sense of that and just feel it as it is. If you're fat and you hate being fat, come back to the feeling of, of how you feel in your body and just feel that and you find you can't hate being fat. You have to think in order to hate. Hating is not actually a genuine feeling. It's an emotional state, which means you think it until you disturb yourself and you call that hate. Come back to the feeling itself. You may want to be slimmer, but it's not going to help you to hate yourself. Hatred is just a superficial state. Go deeper than that and you'll find there's far deeper pain in you held within your body. Feeling that pain is feeling the effects of your life. And that too is meditation. But feeling that is how you're going to heal that. Thinking about that is not going to help you. So the massive difference between this meditation and all the meditations on the market is all the meditations on the market, including the meditations that I practiced when I was a monk 35, 40 years ago, is that these are all thought-based, superficial, and attempts to improve upon yourself or change yourself to reach some other state, and which is completely overlooking that the problem isn't that you need to be any different or reach another state. The problem is the way you think about the state you're in. And that thinking is the only thing that causes you to suffer. Being you. The problem isn't what you are. And that's why you can never change what you are. It shouldn't be changed. You can't change what is complete. You can't improve upon that which is complete. And beneath all the thinking about you, you are complete as you are. Meditation is coming back into contact with that. At first you won't like it, but that's not because there's anything wrong with it. That's because there's a lot wrong with how you think about it, how you think about yourself. So stop trying to fix how you're thinking. Just come back to the sensations in your body that drive all that thinking. 
all the things you find discomfort with and just feel that discomfort or that pain or that distress whenever it's there and what I mean by feeling it is feel it as a sensation in your body so our thought-based complaints about the way we are is all that makes us dislike what we are and want to change it and any deeper change such as healing any trauma or damage in life will no longer be hindered by your bias when you just feel it deep within yourself so meditation is simply coming back to the sense of yourself in the body and feeling exactly that and there's great depth discovery and transformation in that but what you fundamentally are is never going to change and eventually you'll be perfectly happy about that.